Hello, uh, you are listening to KAOP AM 1045, Seattle's premier AM radio station. My name is Danny. I'm Joseph. And you're listening to Access on Purpose, a weekly radio show where we cover all music uh, that's happened in Seattle, the Pacific Northwest, and beyond. We're broadcasting live from our studios at the corner of 28th and Church, deep in uh, Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood. we got 88 watts of power coming oh, through the airwaves. Yeah. Joseph, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. But I am feeling like we are losing the right to call ourselves a weekly radio show because it, it's been a been a while since we've done this. Uh, well, p- uh, partly Joseph was uh, in jail for a few weeks. Right. Uh, we went on a solidarity strike with uh, Seattle's teachers union. That also happened. So yeah, it's been a while, but uh, you know we're back and we're here, and I'm excited. And I, now, I'm happy to be back. So Joseph, uh, while you were in jail, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like walking around town, and a lot of people <laughs> kept asking me, uh, "Why are you still doing AM radio? Like why?" Are you, you just doing 88 watts of power. I get that a lot. And one of the reasons is because a lot of people don't know this, but uh, according to the FCC, you can swear on AM radio. You it's can true. say You can say fuck. You can say cock. You can say whatever you want. Yes, you can <laughs> say cock. That's and true. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a hillbilly from Ohio, and so I really like swearing. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of uh, the word fuck. And so I was really, really excited this week because I don't know if you knew or if you know – but the earliest recorded version or of the word fuck yeah. has been found by a historian. Really? Yes. When's it from? Well, okay, let's go. So, um, okay, so prior to this, um, the oldest one, uh, the oldest F word was found in a poem from 1457. Uh, and then also uh, in a monk's uh, notes, uh, he scribbled in uh, the margin of a book, uh, fucking abbot. Uh, in 1528. So is it actually like the exact translation of the word fuck? Well, okay, so this this is actually... Didn't English. Shakespeare use a lot of like words that were supposed to mean that? Yeah, but he was in like, that was in the 1600s. Yeah. So this is... Oh, I see. So this is in 1310. Whoa. In court documents, there was a guy who was in trouble with the law three times, and they put his name as Roger fucks by the navel. <laughs> and <laughs> the historian says that there's like no record of anyone actually having that name, and yeah. so they think that they were just making fun of this guy. Uh, so the uh, the historian that found it uh, is Dr. Paul Booth, and to quote him, uh, it says, "Either it refers to an inexperienced copulator, or referring to someone trying to have sex with the navel." Or a rather extravagant explanation for a dimwit. Someone so stupid they think that this is the way to have sex. So, yes. But my favorite part is his first name was Roger. Which I think it's really funny that in 1310... Yeah, there's a guy named Roger, but then they can't make out what his last name is. No, well, they, I think, I think uh, they, according to the article, they knew what his last name was, but they just wanted to make fun of him. Oh. So, anyways, I think that this should be used by everyone. If you want to call someone stupid, tell them that, you know, they're fucked by the navel. If you have a bad OK Cupid date, you know, the next day and you're talking to your friend, be like, oh, it's kind of like a fuck by the navel. If you ask me. <laughs> this guy had no idea how to have sex. Uh, yeah. All right, it's up to you listeners to it, make this happen. Just please use it in any hashtags, way. Hashtags, we got all sorts uh, of posts. Did you see there's a lot of hashtags I stand with Joseph? <laughs> yeah, well, they were trying to, the listeners were trying to get me out of jail. Why were you in jail? No, uh, let's not talk about, about it. it. So anyways, Joseph, uh, we usually talk about music on this podcast. Uh, well, radio <laughs> Sometimes, show. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, occasionally, yeah. not for a while. Not, yeah, not lately. But uh, well, one of the problems is in Seattle, uh, you know, things don't operate in a vacuum. Uh, Joseph, that's, you a, that's a problem? No, that's a good thing. Did I say it was a problem? Yeah. Oh. Well, the problem with only talking about music on right. a podcast is that uh, uh, music does not uh, exist in a vacuum, uh, and the people in Seattle are very creative, and you know, people who make music also uh, make movies, make comics, and everything kind of, kind of comes together, which is why I'm really excited for the local sightings comic fair. Yeah. Do you know about this? Uh, I, I mean, I do, yeah. Do you, what, what do you know about it? Uh, not as much as you do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, mean, I know that we're talking to the people who are uh, putting it on today, and those are our very special guests. Should we uh, have, let them introduce themselves? I think that the listeners are tired of hearing us, and they want uh, I think the listeners, listeners are tired of hearing us, according to our download. <laughs> hey! Um, so please, introduce yourself. Uh, I am Sarah Strunen, and I am... The organizer of the local sightings comics fair at the end of the month. I am Mark Palm. I am the editor, organizer, and a contributor for Intruder Comics, which will be featured at the art the the book fair, and also probably have a small part in the film that's being shown that night. 
Uh, and I'm Aiden Fitzgerald. I'm a contributor to Intruder and a co-founder of Cold Cube Press, which will be tabling at the uh, the fair. Awesome. Where's the fair at? It's gonna be in the Northwest Film Forum. And the where forum. is that for us? That is actually, <laughs> yeah, that's at a. Uh, one five one five Twelfth Avenue. Yeah, Twelfth and between Pike and Pine, next to the police station. Right, and that was so you'll be safe. Juice box. Yeah, the police station. I know that very well. Yeah, protesters. I stand with Joseph. Yeah, so it's gonna be the Northwest Film Forum in the Film Forum lobby on the thirtieth. And yeah. Oh, so um, so now there. Let's start at the beginning. There will be a movie show there. Um. So, yeah, there's going to be a fair from 6 to 8, which uh, Intruder and Cold Cube will, will be a part of, as well as four other organizations, and um, we'll have music and drinks, and then there will be videos screened by a couple artists in one of the smaller cinemas that people can go in and out of, and at 8 p.m. there will be a documentary called Bazango Washington, which is going to be awesome, and tickets are selling out really quickly. So. Uh, and what is it about? It is um, by the filmmakers Ron Austin and Louise Amandes. I hope I, hope I pronounced that right. And basically for the last few years, they've gone around and they have done interviews with, like, every... Uh, I believe uh, Frank Young, uh, James Gill, Dave Lasky. I love how tiny your notes are. I, I, had, I had problems with the printer. Yeah. Uh, Steve Willis, uh, Pat Moriarty, Ellen Forney, uh, Peter Bag, which is Whoa, awesome. Peter Bag. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jim Woodring, and many, many more. Exclamation yeah. point. Intruder is also in there, um, and Short Run is also in there. Short Run is also a big collaborator on this festival. And, yeah. So, yeah, for our listeners that don't know, uh, why don't you explain what Short Run is? Or one of you three. Yeah. Uh, uh, finger pointing Short on Run is uh, an amazing comic festival uh, that started up five years ago, I think, now. Uh, well, this will be its fifth year. And it was meant as, a, as an answer to Emerald City Comic Con, which is like sort of a big pop culture deal yeah. versus comics. Or at least an independent voice in comics or DIY. Um, so Kelly Fro and Aaron Franklin uh, put it together the first year and kind of just got the ball rolling, and it's grown every year. It started at the Vera Project, and now oh. it's at the it's back at the Seattle Center, but at the, the it's a, one of the convention halls, uh, but yeah. not the one that's creepy. Probably know which one it is. So it's uh. like, yeah. and that's on Halloween this year. And it's on Halloween. It's gonna be super cool. Yeah. Um, it's at the something yeah. something hall. We'll edit that in. Like, yeah, yeah. Hope, uh, I think uh, in the coming weeks we're actually going to have some people from short run. Okay, time, cool. So we don't yeah. have to talk about too much. Um, good. Back to the event. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about fucking short run. Well, yeah, I mean, short run, I was coming from a place sort of outside of the comics community with more of a film background. So it was, Aiden actually sort of introduced me to a lot of people within the comics community, including Mark and Kelly. Um, so that, because I really wanted it to be about the com the, the like contemporary comics community in Seattle. Yeah. Um, I was really drawn to that. And um, so, yeah, it was really great sort of learning from them and building this event around these organizations. Yeah, what's kind of cool is, like, I mean, filming the doc or filming, uh, showing the documentary, you could actually have things that are in the documentary at this fair. Like, there's not too many, I mean, like, totally. it, yeah, it's like, I mean, since, since it's a documentary about, like, a living community that's still going on, yeah. And it's based around like tangible objects that people. It's know, immersive. Sell. Yeah. 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 Well, it's uh, that it's kind of the amazing thing is like when Sarah came, you know, she approached me for some advice about like what we could possibly play, and you know, if I was interested in having a fair outside of a you know in a movie theater kind of scenario, um, even though you know, it's gonna be small and cramped, but it's like you know, Bazango seemed to be the the one that's the most obvious choice since like a lot of us that are gonna be there are actually in the movie. And our friends and family are going to want to see the movie because it's the U.S. premiere of it, too. So, like, it, it just made it to, like, Poland. Yeah, it actually was in Poland earlier this month. Um, and Pat Moriarty, who, like, designed the poster and he plays a big part in the film, um, he went out there and introduced it because he was also part of a comics fair. Um, I think he toured around a couple of different European areas. Um, so he took it out there and introduced it, and now this is, like, the big premiere. So I was like... It's, yeah, it's the one that's, like, you know, it's clear to sell out because, like, yeah. this film, 
features, God, like probably 100, 200 Pacific Northwest cartoonists, which is kind of mind-blowing. Because when they when I approached them, I, I saw them filming it's short run. And then I also recognized them as customers because I work at Scarecrow Video. And I'd be like, wow, these guys come in and they're also filming, you know, short run. What's going on? So I went up to them and I'm like, what are you guys up to? What's this thing? And they're like, oh, well, you know, we're doing this thing. I'm like, well, I run a newspaper with like 16 other contributors here in Seattle. And it's all Seattle-based cartoonists. You know, if, if that interests you or whatever, you know, we can talk. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. You know, we, we really have been focusing on older cartoonists that we've known throughout the years or also been, you know, it's like past or retired and now wow what a good opportunity to reach out to the the newer crowd you know the contemporaries so that got that ball rolling and then we kept on introducing more and more people and it took them like two more years after our interview so the footage wow, yeah. of the footage of our like party zone which is we were long time coming yeah yeah they've been really going at it for like five years so i don't um, know why danny's laughing at me no but, i mean it was actually a long time coming. Yeah. like yeah, but, and i think we got super super lucky because i remember i went to like aiden with this idea and another friend of mine and we felt like I was like, how can I bridge this gap between, like, the comic comic medium, which is the written and drawn medium, and film? And the obvious one was like, well, we'll do like a live action adaptation, or we'll do an animation. And I remember going up to like Tom Van Dusen and Max Klotfelter at something and sort of like talking to them about it. And Tom was like, oh, so you're just gonna show Ghost World? And <laughs> I was like, no, like, I don't, I really don't want this event. Yeah. I want it to, like, honor the community here. And I don't want it to just be, like, this is an adaptation, watch this. Um, well, I remember we, being pretty, like, when yeah, we were in the first meeting, was really, I was really adamant about, like, the crossing over of animation or, like, the association to animation of comics and especially independent comics is, like, I wanted to stray away from, like, motion comics mm-hmm. yeah. as, like, a, that's just... That just kills comics. That's just like a that's evil. And then yeah, you know, I didn't want to go to right to animation as, as saying like, well, that's the gateway. Like you draw and you write comics, and that's cute. And everything. Comics can't stand on their own. Yeah. So it's like you know, yeah. animation's the obvious choice to go to because like, wouldn't your stuff be cool if it moved around on its own instead of in people's minds? Like, no. 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 Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. I agree. Let's talk to Mr. Scott McCloud about that. Right. Uh, but no, yeah, and the, the motion when you say motion kind of those things that are like really creepy where they just yeah, yeah that's what it, each I, cell it's all after like effects a, yeah. bullshit. It's like they cut it out in paper and like yes. they're just moving yeah. it like, like yeah. Well, the listeners can't see my hands, but well, it's yeah. also like it. Yeah, there's like this layering, or it's like almost like a paper cut kind of deal, and going I mean, over a background like. And there's a lot of work. Great. There's got to be a lot Dilbert of work. It makes Dilbert more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can make Dilbert more interesting. <laughs> no, so I, I uh, you know, you used to work at this DVD store, and we got in the Watchmen motion comic, and I'm like, all right, I want to see what this is like, and it is like. Yeah, it's like the the panels just kind of like sort of move, but then every line of dialogue and every line of narration is said by the same person, and so it's kind of like this creepy old man reading. Right, it, it has a, like a book on tape kind of vibe, yeah. and like a really bad like a just like, book on tape. Yeah, like a freelance book on tape author or something like that. You're like, oh, they's brought me in. I'm a studio guy. Watchmen. Who watches the Watchmen? It's like. <laughs> Yeah, but like the like and like the. I'd like it if it was Jim Dale. <laughs> I'll just throw that out. Jim Dale. He reads all the Harry Potter books. Oh really? Okay. Oh yeah, he's great. <laughs> Did he get arrested? Really? Oh no. No, you're. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, well, no, the, the thing about a comic is that they get like the like the narration blocks in the dialogue, you know. They're different voices, yeah, you would think. Yeah. They're also happening simultaneously, right. and that's the thing. Like everything on the panel is happening simultaneously. So to try to figure out like what order they go in. So it's fucking stupid. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, but just to go back to, I think we got really lucky because Bazanga Washington was completed this year, mm-hmm. was submitted to local sightings. Wait, and what's local sightings? So, <laughs> so local sightings is a really great film festival that has been going on at the North of Film Forum. It's actually their 20th anniversary this year, so it's been going on for really 20 years. Really more, you can serve alcohol. Oh god, I really hope that's accurate. <laughs> um, <laughs> let you know it's not accurate. Um, but it's our 20th anniversary this year, and it's great. I was a part of it, organizing it last year, um, and it features people, filmmakers from the Pacific Northwest, and yeah, a lot so, of people who wouldn't have their films screened anywhere, so it's great. 
Now, so at this uh, local signings fair, um, you know, like two hours before, like two hours before the movie starts, there's going to be people selling comics and books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like pretty quiet, or. Um, I hope it's not pretty quiet. I am... I mean, is there going to be any music Okay, so... (laughs) Yes, there will be music. Um, Actually, Help Yourself Records, a local... Past guest. uh, Past guest, local label, um, will be uh, playing music. They're DJing, and I... So now, will there be any dragon metal? (laughs) Ooh. It is help your side. I was going to sell that story. Ex- yes. It's exclusively dragon metal. That was oh. my story. Oh. Well, you can still tell it since I asked. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was saying, the listeners don't now know the story. They're like, but is know. is that is that like a dig on comics? Like it's dragon not metal. It's dorky. Yeah, so then, it's like, like no. a thing. No, it sounds fucking brilliant. It's I, I want it. Also known as adventure metal. Is it? Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Um. You know, they asked if I wanted uh, Courtney, the programmer at the film format, if I wanted to like have a DJ. I was like, I don't know any DJs. <laughs> so my boyfriend runs a label, Matt Colhini, and um, friends of mine also run a label with him. And um, I was like, why don't you guys DJ? So they're going to be DJing. And I told him basically, like, you can't play any Dio because he loves <laughs> Dio. And I was like, I really don't want you to be playing Dio at this event. It's like yeah. a cool event. It's classic. <laughs> and um, <laughs> first pretty- of all, he was like, sir, I don't think comics people are really going to care if I'm playing Dio. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. <laughs> and I was like, and, he, and then I was like, also, just like in general, like no dragon metal. <laughs> and he thought it was hilarious because he didn't know what dragon metal is. We looked up dragon metal. Yeah. It is definitely a thing. It's a thing. It is definitely a thing. So It's not good. I mean, as long as it's entertaining, though, I don't, I don't really care about quality. A yeah. little bit of dragon metal, the beauty of the poetics and the lyrics, but there will probably be some Dio. Yeah. Um, we also <laughs> I feel relieved. <laughs> there will be some Dio. Um, also, like other really great music. Hopefully, I'd be upset by I mean, like Enya or something like that. Oh yeah. I don't, oh my I don't, our coworker. How could you possibly be upset by Enya? Enya. It's like, oh just, my I don't God. like. To, I don't like to be so calm. Yeah, our coworker. <laughs> I like to be a little upset and like aggravated and, and anxious and they, once in a while. At, a, at the coffee shop, they play Enya. Um, our coworkers brought in like yeah. three Enya tapes, Ooh, and real you good. think like, uh, oh yeah, like I like one Enya song. But listening to same an entire Enya tape yeah. in an empty coffee shop with like three people. That's the worst. Is so That's when it's like, awkward. it becomes performance art. It's so awkward. I, th- I think I might like walk into a coffee shop and then just turn around and walk out. Yeah. yeah. I think one of our coworkers just maybe like, he just likes making everybody. <laughs> or he legitimately really loves I think loves he just it. loves Enya. I, think I got no problem with Enya. I got Enya. no, I got no, no I mean, it, it, there's a time and a place for Enya. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's no, when I'm in no, my. Yeah. No, no, it's one of no, my bad man. Actually, is an avid listener of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I've got God. I've got my tea lights. I got my bubble bath going. You know, that's no, the there is a time and place for Anya. There, I you know, Jack Kirby comic in my hand. Danny hates taking baths though, so he's a shower man. I I, I, I don't understand why anyone wants to lie in filth. No, I understand. But, but you know what? Uh, lately, I'd kill for a bath because I haven't been able to shower in a week because I don't have fucking electricity. Yeah, I've heard you got a fire at your house. Yeah, yeah I don't want to talk about that. You can come. Well, we'll talk about that off air. What? Um, come over here and shower, please. We have a shower at the studio. Gary lives at the studio. I don't understand why you don't just bunk up with him. Gary doesn't live at the studio. You haven't been Gary's bungalow? No, he told it's me a he fucking party. Oh god. Um, so, anyways, okay. So we've talked about um, short run. Uh, Fanagraphics is going to be there. Yeah. Anyone want to say anything about Fanagraphics? Oh, I suppose I could yeah, since I'm I work there, but I'm not going to have anything to do with them. Uh, no, I'm a self-publisher. <laughs> no, uh, no, they're a fantastic corporation. No, uh, which actually, is it? They're terrific, and I'm glad they're going to be there. Yeah. Um, it's 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 really good for Fanagraphics because they are like they're literally a local you yeah. know publisher and everything else. I mean, even though they do like. Peanuts and Mickey Mouse and stuff like that. Uh, they are like pulling in a lot of like local, you know, a lot of local work, um, and they do a lot for the community. I mean, they were, you know, Gary was voted Genius Award a couple of years ago, or actually last year I think. Um, we got their store and everything else, like which sells a lot of really great comics. So if, if you don't see something you like at this little local sightings thing, hop down to the Georgetown Fanographics shop and check it out next to Georgetown Records, which is 
fantastic. And what's great too is that you have the back room where it has the slightly damaged oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. And the which, Portuguese stuff. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, the, <laughs> uh, yeah, like the, the slightly damaged room. I've gone in there. I'm like, I've looked. I'm like, okay, why? How is this considered damaged? We, we've got such a high quality control that, yeah. like, seriously, like a ding or like a tiny little dent or yeah. like a, a crinkle that was like, you know, like it's just offset on the spine. Like it's bent a little bit. They're like, it's done. You know, we said, I, I work part time in the warehouse and I got to do that. We open up the crate and it's like, well, man, this isn't very good. Yeah. And then there's that moment where I get to go, okay, well, that goes in my pocket. <laughs> oh, the next one, oh, that's that's damaged as well. So that won't go to the store, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, they they do a lot and I'm glad they're here. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, like I remember when I was in like high school, uh, a friend of mine's brother bought eight ball comics. And I was like, this, this is like the best thing in the oh, world. Yeah. And then since then, Fantagraphics is one of those things where it's like – if it says Fanagraphics, I'm going to at least give it a try because it's yeah. probably fucking awesome. That's yeah. that's the name that, you know, we've built up and I think it's it's one that holds. There are, you know, it's it's like the Criterion Collection where, you know, you say that to someone, they're like, Criterion Collection, what's that? And you go, oh, well, it's all these amazing oh, things. They, they put out a deluxe version of Armageddon. And well, they put out a deluxe version well, of... Well, it's like, I like Discord <laughs> Records, but, it, like, Ooh. the things that I love are great, but they have a ton of stuff that is awful, yeah. but I'll try it out. No, I would say Discord Records does not mean I will give it a chance. It does for it, me, it's like it, There's, like... It depends on the year. I mean, Discord, yeah, 92 to 96, yeah. you're set, you're fine. Yeah. Even before that, I guess, like, yeah. Year, but, you know, yeah. I bought a Fire Party CD. <laughs> <laughs> I think with, like, Criterion, in comparison to the fan, I like, Criterion, yeah, they did... The, the Rock. The, the Rock, Armageddon. I mean... Let's not... Hard Wait, Criterion, Rock. Yeah, okay. I love not the Rock. not the same as Armageddon in my... I think the rock is very entertaining. I well, love the it's rock. very good. I don't think it deserves a criterion. No, no, but it also had Chasey and Amy, so you uh, know, like uh, they just know. put out Tootsie. Right. Well, <laughs> hey, I like that's, a, that's a yeah, great that's movie. A yeah. movie. I actually, I've never seen it. I always had like a bias against it because it's, it's just like this just looks too corny for me or whatever. Right. It's but, like the prequel to Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> right. Well, that's yeah, okay. I can't turn that down. Um, sure, I, I don't, I, I'm agreeing with Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, but but, fans, but with Criterion, they they put those out at the time when they were hurting really bad. Like they weren't getting you know the money to be able to put out a, another Jules of Jim or another Fanny Alexander. Well. Yeah, exactly. So they so they well now they are because they built up this name and they really have this like huge following and people are going to get it. But like with Fanny, like they had to put out you know. It's a really big benefit they have Peanuts and Mickey Mouse because that's paying to get this underground, you know, yeah, line that they've yeah. got called, you know, Fu Press, which is like it's got Fuckator, which is about like you know a guy like recreating his own fantasy exploitation movies and like cartoons that's why and stuff. With jail. Right. <laughs> so that's you know, not why. <laughs> you would relate. You be you dig it. So you know, you got to put out that stuff that's like it's kind of shameful and like wow. It's the it's the ninety. Uh, 10, it's the 90-10 rule in publishing where you have a couple books that make 90% of your right. of your revenue, mm-hmm. and those are like your Fifty Shades of Grey or something like that, so that you can concentrate all that sweet, delicious money on publishing really great work. Not to say that Peanuts is not the best comic ever, and... I mean, those, those some, like ones from the 50s? Or yeah, I do, totally. I do. And also, like, Uncle Scrooge comics, and um, I used to intern at Fanny Graphics, and I remember sending out many Uncle Scrooge books and, and stuff like that, and I was always like, my God, who reads all these things? Yeah. But people love Donald Duck still to this it's day. The, it's the Prince Valiant that oh, is amazing. It's like that oh, really, weird. That really holds... They're oversized. They're yeah. really, really big. They're like a, but, I mean, they're huge, but they have a huge following. People, like... I also the hair. I answered the, the hair. Yeah, it's the, it's what, what do you think the age, age ranges is on uh, the people who buy From 9 to 99. <laughs> you're, you're, you're actually right. Um, <laughs> no, we, we, I mean, we get a lot of, we get a lot of old, we get a lot of old guys calling and going, ooh, and you guys going to finish this fucking, you know, Prince Valiant, I'm, I'm like 60 years old, I hope to live to see the end of it. And it's like, well, we're doing like one or two a year, like, Oh, you guys need to hurry up. I mean, I got money. I'll buy them. You just need to put me like... I, I get that, dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> Are you on the phone again? Get off... Get, we told you not to be on the phone. You know. Um, and then the nurse pulls him off. But it's... Uh, yeah. But it, so it's like interesting. But I remember like... Uh, I remember like this guy calling saying, man, I'm looking forward... You know, how far are you guys going to go with this? I'm like, 
my nine-year-old son is like actually he's really invested in this stuff now it's like man that's amazing because that was impossible for me to even look at prince valley in the newspaper yeah. i mean i recognize that it's gorgeous and looks great and it's super realistic and i've seen the originals and they're like two three feet Oversized, tall yeah. and they're like the most amazing artwork but it's kind of a chore to read this stuff you know i like the hair yeah, here's the thing. I think you should pull that off. I could. So, uh, now, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Intruder Comics, who will also be tabling at this. Intruder. Uh, you want to you say something? I think I've been hogging. Uh, Intruder, I don't even know her. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the worst joke. Thanks for tarnishing our name. <laughs> Gary. Yeah. You're a really terrible newspaper. Intruder isn't a word, though. Intrude? Intrude. Yeah, to intrude. intrude. You, you can intrude. Okay. Well, then, I don't understand the joke. <laughs> this is this is like my joke. That I, like, you know, like, you take a month off to be in jail. This is what it <laughs> you gotta, you gotta make up for it? Yeah. Um, Intruder started, uh, geez, like three and a half years ago now. Yeah. Um, Two years after Short Run started. That's right. Actually, I met Mark and Max... Klaufelter and Tom Van Dusen and, and almost everybody that I was an intruder with, still am an intruder with, um, at the first short run, I think. And then um, we uh, started hanging out like every Wednesday night at um, uh, Tom Van Dusen's apartment in the northern, the north end. And uh, we would just draw like jam comics and a bunch of different comics together. And um, uh, it was really fun, like collaborating. And I think like, it was called the Litter Box at that time. It was the Litter Box. Yeah, it was the party zone. We, I re- fondly remember drinking copious amounts of beer and listening to Sparks. Oh, oh yeah, he was, uh, yeah. If Gary he has was, any Sparks. Oh fuck, that's, that's Gary's got everything. Yeah. yeah, you know we'll do a Mickey Mouse. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love that track. Um, we just are, listened to it. One, oh, of, our con- and, and, one of our contributors really loves uh, like Sherlock Holmes. Oh, he would, you know what? You know, yeah. If you guys want to put that on. I want to interrupt for a second. I want to have a Sparks party where we get every each person that comes gets every flavor of Sparks, and then we only listen to Sparks and we have to drink each. Have you ever drank a Sparks? Yeah, it's horrible. No, I know, I know, it's going to be horrible, but it'll be great. You also get big boy burgers if you ship them out from the East Coast. But let's just keep it simple. (laughs) But yeah, uh, so yeah, if anyone wants to have a Sparks party with me, there's an album called Big Boy. I love Big Boys. I grew up in Michigan. And, and, like so Eli's good. brother's Big Boy was like my favorite. That was my jam. And the album Bob's cover, Big it's like a Denny's. Nude on the oh, I don't know. It's just yeah. it's better. Than well, it is. I agree. Most things are. Well, did you ever see Austin Powers? Yeah. Oh, okay, so I it's the Big Boy statue. That's the Big Boy. I didn't yeah. know that was a real thing. And there was thing. comics. Yeah. And they're like like. Real, oh, yeah, if you, yeah, if you were a little kid and you went, you, they gave you a, a Big Boy's comic with yeah. a puzzle. And like a yeah, and it was, they were shitty comics, especially as a kid. You're like, oh, this is garbage. But I think, like, actual... <laughs> I think what inspired you to make comics? Like, I could do better than Big Boys. There is that. I, I do, There are some sketchbooks where... I also drew on the placements all the time. That was, like, a big sketchbook for me. I'd go there with my family and I'd just draw weird shit on the thing. Um, but then I'd, I'd, you know, I'd get, I'd get the book and I'd like, I'd draw over the book and put dicks and stuff like that on there. Um, 
of how we've grown. How we've grown. <laughs> right, this is the my own characters so, with dicks. So we, we have this party zone. We were meeting pretty much every Wednesday night to, to drink beer and talk shit and listen to glam rock. And um, we pretty much got the idea of doing um, sort of like a somewhat quarterly newspaper, all comics newspaper, no advertisement, along the same lines as like Smoke Signal in New York. Um and a couple other publications that are that were around. Um, there's Diamond. There's Diamond uh, Portland, Portland, that Portland. Floating World was putting out. Um, and uh, Mark sort of organized us and actually contacted a printer down in Georgetown that publishes all the college newspapers in town, all the high school newspapers oh. in town. They used to they used to print The Stranger, um, and they're they're called Pacific Publishing. They're really great. Um, and we sort of formed this collective of uh, cartoonists. We each pay to get a page and um uh it can, if you pay and you get your page then it can be you can do whatever you you want that's amazing and um i'm glad that you said that because i've wondered for years where the fuck is intruder getting their money because uh, it's free i mean you yeah, print up what free. like ten thousand yeah, that was that was now we do like Four thousand has been the most. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. still, still yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you print up four thousand and they're all free. Well, that's the trick, awesome. the trick with like you pay the hundred bucks. It's it, the idea of making the paper, making it free, was that in a co-op thing is like, all right, you pay whatever it is, it ends up it's being like 40, 40, 40, 50, 50 bucks, and you get a hundred, you get a stack of a hundred papers yeah. that you get to do whatever the fuck you want with. So then you've got at least you know be, when we started it was. 12 pages, so we had like 11 contributors. Someone did like two page spread or something like that. Oh, holy yeah. Somebody did a two page spread. Well. In the first <laughs> issue, I was like, well, putting this fucking together, I'm going to do a two page spread uh, in color. Uh, so, but like, so we had 11 contributors, so that's like 1,100 papers right there. Yeah. Well, now we need to distribute this though, so we need to like, you know, do 12, 1,600. So, like, we're doing that and throwing them in my car and, um, so it's a big spread, but you know everyone gets their stack, and then they have to, you know, they're supposed to distribute it however they want and put it into like a comic shop or like Aiden puts it in analog because he works there, and then you know. And yeah, we we spread them around town. We also like whenever any of us travel, we usually like leave uh, them in the bathroom of the airplane. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really good spot. I have I have <laughs> left them on buses. I, I but also like going to comic shops. I it's um because it's kind of nice working in like a collective. Uh, you know, with like 12 to, depending on the issue, 12 to 16 other people, they're traveling around a lot. Some of them are like bigger names than others. And if I were to go into a cof, uh, a comic shop in San Francisco and say, oh, hey, I'm an intruder with Mark Palm and Max Klotfelter, they're like, oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, well, I have 50 papers for you right now. Can you stock them? They're free. Yeah. Um, you won't make any money off them. Yeah. But it's, most comic shops uh, really believe in, Comics. I know it's surprising. Yeah, but um, they just wish they were cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> so that they didn't have to pay so much to have. But it I think uh, Intruder's great because it is it is free. There's there's no buy-in. It is adults only. Um, Good for fuck the, the kids. for the content. Well, fuck yeah. old people and fuck kids. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's for old people. They can read it. Because old they, people adults. Um, I can't know because old people are like, hey, there's, there's, a, there's a penis in this. What? Ageist. What? Oh. When I went to little orphan she didn't need. There's penises in this. Like, she just, <laughs> she, I mean, like I grew up I really seen like. A drunk yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's. This is the kind of woman that told me she's like, you know, women can stand pee, you know, pee standing up. Like I've peed into a coke bottle before. You know, like standing over a coke bottle. I'm like, well, thank you, grandma. Yeah, that's great. You know, she worked as a bartender. She was a biker. You know, like cool. This is a good. You know, so she would have dug. Can like, we have her on the podcast? Uh, can we get a medium? Oh, Zing. I'm so sorry. no, it's fine. But can we get a medium? <laughs> I, got some, I got some shit I gotta get off my chest. I gotta apologize. <laughs> okay, back to the local jokes tonight. Has anyone ever done a like Ouija board podcast? Oh my god, that would be the book boring podcast. Oh my god, right? You just hear scraping and going. Someone is not talking. So yep. real. I've done one, and they have like legitimately fucked me up. I can't. Dude, would you want to do a podcast? Hundred percent. No. No. Shit. No way. The title of the podcast we light as a feather, stiff as a board. Oh. Okay. Uh, so we we got to move on. Men, my dress. What's up with that? Okay. So men, my dress is a really awesome um, publisher in out of Tacoma. Actually, um, they. Distribute. They're like publisher and distributor of zines and comics, 
and they focus on comics that are, you know, uh, made by women and women-oriented and, you know, feminist comics. And they're really great. And I really felt like I wanted that presence in the, um, in the fair. So you did know. you approach them or did they approach you? I approached them. Kelly Fro sort of got me in touch with them. And actually, they distribute one of... So one of the videos that we'll have is by a comic artist named E.T. Russian. And she makes these really cool sort of video comics that are kind of like... Like the Ken Burns effect on oh, on their panel on the panels, but she does it in a really nice way, and I think it looks really cool. And she has some like great readers. I have a Ken Burns tattoo, so really, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he doesn't have a Ken Burns. God damn it! <laughs> the portrait. Just, you know, yeah, um, he does have the title of it. He has Prohibition and Jazz just written on his baseball. Arms. Yeah, baseball. Just written the on Civil his War. Back yeah. You ever seen one about the Brooklyn Bridge? No, I haven't. Really good. Cold. He's got a brother too. Press. Cold Cube Press. Tell me about it. Uh, They're going to be there. They're going to have a table. They are. Uh, we're splitting a table with our, our sister corporation, Pity Party. Um, they were next on the list. Uh, <laughs> Don't jump in. Cold Cube, uh, going back to Intruder, if I may, for a second. Uh, one of the reasons why... We don't yeah. like to backtrack. Huh? <laughs> it's like parkour. Never go back. But what, one, of the, uh, one of the things that I loved about Intruder is that it was, um, and, uh, it was very much a, like, we're doing this because we can... Anybody can do this. It's very easy. Uh, you just kind of got to get it organized. And so being a contributor and member of Intruder, eventually I wanted to um, start my own sort of publishing project. And um, a little while ago, I bought what's called a Resograph printer, which is an a interesting printing machine that can... Um, was it a reasonable price? It actually was an obscenely no, reasonable, uh, like not reasonable, like too low. I, I paid a little bit less and hopefully... I, if you still late in this uh, and you want some money back, email us at accentsonpurposepodcast.com and he... Podcast.com at gmail.com. Uh, especially because I'm monetizing it now. We don't have <laughs> email, we have gmail. Uh, Cold Cube started as a... Um, I'm... Uh, uh, an attempt to bridge these sort of disparate publishing scenes in, in Seattle because you've got the cartoonist community and like the poetry community and the art community and um, the music community, which is much harder to print. Uh, but these different. I would love print. it if bands are selling sheet music. Yeah, or like I would love some Lysol sheet music. Yeah, that think, would be awesome. Bird. There's no liner notes every, anymore. Like it's just yeah. all digital, right? No, Give be, me a booklet. That's all I want out of a CD. It would be awesome if bands could printing uh, sheet music with a digital download code. Oh, sure. I would. Do, that would be awesome. I mean, that's, that's play. That, we could we could do that. Uh, <laughs> but um, the idea behind Cold Cube was to sort of bring these. Um, makers together in in the printed form that they're at so um we launched our first big anthology in in um uh in was it is june the seventh month july july, july is the seventh month <laughs> on the gregorian <laughs> calendar if you follow that um and uh, uh it had uh <laughs> Comics, poetry, visual art, there was an essay, um, there was uh, uh, some illustrations, pretty much all printed mediums all together. So if you're really into comics, it's really good for you, but you also have to read some poetry. I know that that's a bummer for some people. It was hard. But no, it's, 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 uh, Joseph, Joseph and I met at uh, a poetry reading. Gary, Gary, Gary was reading. Outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gary, outside. Gary, just, yeah. Gary has the softest voice I think he I've does. ever... It's yeah. so but he sweet. refuses to go on microphone. He well, it's because of the union. It's yeah. Kind of, he's, yeah. He's, he's a union man. That's why we went on the like, strike with the teachers. That's right. Gary, Gary was... Uh, Gary's behind the glass. just like he likes it. Uh, <laughs> tapping, tapping on it. Asking yeah. to be let out. Um, Cold, Cold Cube was an, is, is an attempt um, to sort of uh, get these uh, groups of people talking to each other because, um, in my opinion, because I am somewhat involved in the literary community, somewhat involved in the comics community, and somewhat involved in the art community, and, there's the, music a lot, community. and the music community, there's a lot of people. Be Smiling was on this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> um, that's next week. Uh, the... Uh, a lot of people are talking about the same things and, 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 and working just as hard and, and thinking about the same issues and tackling it from a lot of different ways. And I, for one, have learned more from 
poetry and film about comics than I thought that I possibly would. Obviously, I learn about a lot about comics from reading comics, but watching movies and how they set up, compose a scene, compose a shot, and reading poetry and how they convey information or how they misinform, I think is really uh, important and like really important to cartoonists uh, to sort of figure that out. Uh, and, and Cold Cube is sort of like, we're uh, publishing a book um, for this event at the Film Forum that's going to be drawings by um, this illustrator, Andrew Schultz, really beautiful drawings and poetry by Hilary Johnson, who's a poet, a wonderful poet in town. So it's like, oh man, if you love these drawings, you should look at these poems. You should read these poems. It's going to be really, you know, really beautiful. And if you were really into poetry, you should, you'd probably like these drawings because they kind of fit together. Um, you know, I'm going to fuck up on the name, but uh, Seattle is very unique is that it has the only bookstore in the United States that's devoted just to poetry. Yeah. Do you know the name of it? Yeah, Open Books. Open Books, yeah. Open Books in Wallingford on 45th. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't know that. Open, yeah, open Books, it's actually not the only poetry only, it is the oldest. <laughs> oldest. Okay. It is one of three. I'm a fucking idiot. It's one of three, I believe. There's one in, in Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Huh. <laughs> you anything to say about that, Joseph? Yeah, well, I live there. So. Really? Yeah, wow. It's kind of a big deal. Wow. I, almost, I almost never bring it up, but I did live in Brooklyn. You know, so. when I lived in Cleveland, yeah. no one would ever bring up that they lived in New York. Anyways. But anyways, so yeah. <laughs> I don't um, know what I, that means. I, um, Open Books is a wonderful story. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really cool. And I think that's, that's I, I think it's awesome that Seattle has that. Yeah. Um, and also the people that own the shop are the sweetest, the sweetest couple of humans that I've, I think I've ever met. Um, is this some native advertising? Yeah. Wait, I brought it up. Go, go to open books. Yeah. Go to open books. So, uh, you said you partnered with Pity Party, but... Yeah, so, um, we are participatory partners with Pity Party. Uh, <laughs> I stand with PP. And we're big fans of alliteration. I, I gotta say, uh, I'm kind of bummed, not bummed, but I think it's weird that, you know, uh, I completely support Planned Parenthood, and I think everyone should be supporting them right now. But it's horrible that the hashtag is I stand with PP. <laughs> I mean, really? it, no, it is. It is. That's stupid. That's a stupid uh, hashtag. Well, no, because... No, it is. That's the official one. I agree with Danny. Like, stand with unfortunate hashtag. We should have a hashtag for it. I understand it links a bunch of conversations, but I stand with PP is... <laughs> well, I mean, that's I stand with like, women. Yeah, yeah. Just, well, no, because yeah, they, 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 they want no, they want to explicitly be about like, this issue. Like this yeah. issue is like it's recurrent. If the Senate goes the same way the Congress does, then they're, they're fucked. So it's like an yeah. immediate thing that it has to be yeah. right now. But yeah, PP, no. Plan P or like, but you know something. Plan I don't know. P plan. Yeah. P um, plan. <laughs> plan. Yeah, I guess I, honestly though, as I'm sitting here, I can't think of a better one. Like, save Planned Parenthood. It's way too long, and people don't know how to spell anything. Yeah, so. just uh, the PP. Pity party. The uh, the other PP. Uh, pity party. Um, <laughs> pity party is is a is a small publishing company uh, formed by uh, Michael Heck and uh, Karsten Forster um, and. Uh, they Michael's been is is an, an incredible hustler. He puts out many books and like pins and patches a year. Uh, you've probably seen somebody wearing a pity party shirt at no, no, a no. DIY punk show. And if you I, haven't, open your eyes. That's right. right. Uh, put down the bong. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sick of going to shows and seeing people bong bonging it up. Huge bong. As a pity party t-shirt. It's like, dude, you just missed the yeah, pity party t-shirt. Right. I've never seen one. Because you're a bong along and then gone. I'll tell you, it's this vape that the kids yeah. are vaping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're so huge, they're getting in the way of the shirt. So those yeah. guys put down the... The vape pen, put or, down the bongs and the vape. You'll see the and you'll see the swag. Uh, Pity Party is more than just a swag corp. Uh, it also makes some really beautiful comics and art books. Um, and Michael Heck is a designer of fan graphics, um, and he's a buddy of mine. And I asked him to help out on Cold Cube, and if not be a partner, at least be an advisor. And he dove right in and was like, "No, let's. Uh, I'll, I'll do it with you." So we are actually. Um, partners in that venture, uh, and our first, the first Cold Cube publication was a was a Cold Cube pity party collaboration called Dark Matter of Drawings uh, by Michael Heck, um, and uh, Pity Party makes some really great art comics and um, lots of wild drawings. It's a lot of art. it's a lot of like really organic kind yeah. of like. 
it almost looks like illustration work from like a you know dictionary or something like that it's like mm-hmm. here's like this really here's a specimen of this plant or this leaf or whatever and then watch it dissolve into a bunch of like molecules yeah and then cosmically explode and then your brain's gone and yeah and there's sort of you're, you're over your dft experience michael's work is sort of designed so that you can read it backwards and forwards like you can kind of jump in there's not it's not really plot driven uh you can kind of jump in at any point and just sit there and enjoy the ride which is yeah, cool it's really thing. nice, delicate work, and he—he's a great silk screener. You know, he's—I'd I'd like to see more like prints. I think that would be a really good thing. So keep that in mind, Mike. So now, okay, we've talked about this festival. We've talked about everyone's publications. We've talked about a bunch of stuff. Let's, you know, let's talk about you folks and what you like to do. Now, Sarah, what do you what do you like to do in the summer? Do you like do you like to go swimming? Do you like to? <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like this may be oh a god. leading question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love swimming. Really? Um, how how? Where do you where do you like to go swimming? Where do you like to go swimming? Love, love, love. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> um, tell me more. I, tell I, me I more. Pray to God that like every time I'm floating, a little piece of poop does not float by. Oh what? Oh yeah. Oh fuss. I'm I'm Seattle. like yeah I'm a local celeb. I'm a local, I'm a local poop celebrity. She knows she's I'm known as the poop yeah. the poo swimmer. Um, I'm known as we work at a coffee shop. We work at Analog Coffee, and I had so many people come in and tell like ask me, just be like, oh my god, I just saw you in the Stranger. You were an article in the Stranger. Like you swam in the poop water, right? You swam in the poop water. So explain this. Okay, so I mean, I went swimming with. My boyfriend, we go swimming every, or in the summer, we would go swimming on our days off, and it's really great. We go out and we float, and we had this, like, wonderful day at Seward Park. It was so nice. We went out afterwards, we got Chinese food, and we went to see Straight Outta Compton. <laughs> we had, like, a double date with my boss and his fiance. That sounds so nice. It was beautiful. Yeah. Nothing's yeah. regretting it. It was so great. It was, like, 90 degrees. We floated for, like, two hours. <laughs> Where do you float? How do you float? Like, I don't... On a floaty. On a floaty. <laughs> Into the lake and you float. Oh, I yeah. don't know. Like, you put air, you put air into Let me plastic. change your life. Yeah, yeah. buoyancy is a really you unique put, thing. Yeah. I thought you needed air salt water plastic, for that. Like, yeah. No, you're on like a th- you're on Oh, on the thing. All right. Anyways, wake up the following morning and I go to work and I open the shop. So it's like 6 a.m. Sorry. I open the shop. It's like 6 a.m. And my boss shows me this article from a stranger saying that. Um, 12,000 gallons of sewage <laughs> was dumped into Seward Park. <laughs> so oh, we weren't just wow. swimming. Like, a lot of people were swimming in the lake that day. Not many people were swimming at Seward Park specifically. <laughs> <laughs> so we did were swimming. Did you see or smell? We did not see or smell yeah. any poop. Um, wow. I mean, I imagine it. And yeah. a friend of ours wrote an article about it. And did you get, like, pink eye from it? I didn't get or? any pink no. eye, but it was pretty you gross. Like, we didn't poop. shower. Yeah, okay. that's how you get pink eye. That's how you get pink eye. I thought you got it from, like, touching, like, a, like... No, you get pink eye from, like, from, like, farting on your pillow. Yeah, farting. Right. Smells are just Or someone, like, you're scratching your... Oh, really? Wow, thanks for yeah. telling me that. Well, I did, you didn't know how to get, how you got pink guys, so. Anywho. Yeah, so. Wash your hands. Um, I mean, I showered <laughs> when I got home after the movie. We also ate, like, really hot Chinese food. Like, we had Sichuanese cuisine. It was, like, very spicy. So we're sitting there, like, sweating out poop water. <laughs> oh. You're just stewing. It was really gross. Um, and then, yeah, Matt didn't even... Shower. Oh, no. So I text him Not the next surprised. morning. <laughs> yeah. Text him the next Wash morning. I'm like, yeah, like shower right now. Yeah. Our sheets Oof. are covered in shit. Our whole apartment is probably covered in shit. <laughs> and yeah, don't turn any black yeah, lights on. Um, we later found out that it was technically okay to swim in. I mean, it sure must have been very, very good. Yeah, I mean, there's like three billion gallons of water. But it is still Let me like save myself a little bit and say there are three billion gallons of water in like Washington. So twelve thousand. But you still gallons. got your like, picture <laughs> in the paper. Oh yeah. As oh the, yeah. As it was very cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Actually, Sasha from Posse came in and was like, "I'm not buying coffee <laughs> that's yeah. so oh, until yeah. you shower yeah. because." That's, that's <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so now, speaking of horrible experiences, uh, I want to ask the three of you a question. What would you rather do? Would you rather see Quentin Tarantino give someone a foot massage, give a woman a foot massage, or would you rather watch Kevin Smith eat a hundred chicken wings? 
Think about it. Uh, I'd like to see that stupid bastard eat those chicken wings and choke on them. Just like, just I wouldn't cool. want to have anything to do with him. I didn't ask him. you. <laughs> You're the host. You're not fucking. <laughs> Which of us is the host with the most? That's what I want Gary. to know. Gary. Oh, okay. I don't, uh... I don't. I don't think I want to watch Kevin Smith eat <laughs> and all that stuff in his beard and his. Oh yeah. And his rich oh, people hilarious. fingers touching all that, rich. all those chicken wings. <laughs> I'd rather watch a foot massage. Yeah. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino giving Uma Thurman a foot massage. Oh, 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 oh. You said, oh, woman. I feel like that's happened. Yeah. 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 I feel like I've seen I've that seen in one Bill. of his movies. Yeah. 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 He's obsessed with Uma Thurman's feet. Yeah. Well, I, like, yeah. I know. I feel like I know intimately what her feet look like. But you're sitting there in the room watching him do it. Move. I would be fine with that. It's funny you're talking about foot massage because today was the first time I got in a Chinese foot massage. Massage. <laughs> and it's your whole body. Oh, yeah, I'm glad. Oh God, it was no, it was great. It was. Were you eating chicken wings when that happened? No, but I wish I had. No, I could. I, I could. After a lesbian, I wouldn't actually be able to eat anything. I was. I've never had my feet stimulated in that way. Like I'm really ticklish. Like get the fuck away from my feet. Like I kick yeah. people off. Like. No, well, just people like go get your feet so much. <laughs> like, they off. just think it's cute or yeah. something. I don't know, but uh, but, today but this I got my feet like seriously rubbed out, and it was like it was like I was I was shaking, and I was like trying to hold back laughter because it's like it's quiet room with like twenty fucking like red lounge chairs yeah. where like a bunch of <laughs> Asian women are mowed, mowing and stuff like that, and, like being slapped and beaten, and like cause, I mean that's. What the it's, massage is it's like, it's crazy. very brutal. It's like, this? this is down in uh, the Little Saigon or, okay. you know, International District. Why don't you have having a table at the local Saigon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been to one of those places. I accidentally kicked a woman because, like, you get so relaxed Ladies. and your body falls asleep. And then they touch your feet and it's, like, super sensitive. Oh, no. I was and my foot, like. Grinding my teeth. It yeah. Was just, and like, my it was foot, like, like, like reflex shot into somebody. It was. It was a very interesting experience. I'm glad I had it. Now you that didn't I'm... answer the question. He answered, he answered a direct question. It was good, yes. We're playing good cop, bad cop right now. Uh, it was good. I felt very relaxed. I was insanely stoned before going in there, and then I was like even more stoned afterwards. I like, it could barely like, deal <laughs> with it. It increased like, the blood flow. And all it did. It, just, like, it pushed all of the THC out of my like, muscle you know, fibers. It was just insane. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I recently was walking past a place in Little Saigon, or the ID, and this we man comes out at like that. 12, <laughs> like we're walking there at like midnight. I was right next to the place where I was going. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, this guy walks out at like midnight, and we're like, oh my god, is that a good place to go to massage? And he goes, yeah, if you like an, an old lady in a hand job. And it oh, was two years, that. And then I went to that place. <laughs> Not for that reason, You're but like, because you know what? I read a lot of good Yelp reviews. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you left like the, the five star reviews. Yeah. What was it, it was called? I think really, it was like in the Pacific. I don't it was in the Pacific Rim building. Like, but they give you a full body. Oh massage. no, it was great. Yeah, they they totally tensed me up with the foot massage. And then they like, you know, okay, here, flip over. And then yeah. I got on my belly and like, and then took it all out because I yeah. was like freaking out. Like, I was yeah. seriously like, oh, No, I God, did not get a hand job, but <laughs> I know you're completely yeah. clothed through this. Yeah. Um, I did, um, I did have another quote unquote, it's Northgate, it's the store, I'm not being racist, it's an oriental massage. Um, and they asked me, like, do you care if it's a man or a woman? Does it? I'm like, no, nah, I, really, I don't really care. So I get in there and it was like, take my clothes off, down to my underwear. And it's like, it was, yeah, I mean, this. This guy got, like, he got on top of me. I was like, I'm on my belly. He was on top of me with his knees on my ass. And, like, he was, like, flicking his feet onto my calves. And, like, he's doing that while he's, like, digging deep into yeah. tissue in my shoulders. I'm like, this They go really well, deep. Well, they're, like, yeah. they're, I've gotten deep tissue massages with <laughs> Although the last time I did, the massage therapist genuinely said, he, out of nowhere, he was like, I just feel like anybody would, like, we should give everyone IQ tests and anyone below 70 we should just kill. Oh, and I was just like sitting there, like, oh, as he's like digging into As you're getting more tense, oh, like, my yeah, God. Oh, my like, IQ's God. not I never, great. I, no. I <laughs> oh, like, shit, I'm not gonna let him know what my. Yeah. No, um, yeah. no, but the. Man, that te- the, the foot massage thing, I was actually considering, I was like, going, whoa, if this was torture, would I be talking right now? Because, like, this is like really intense. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh. Like, but you're like convinced this, it's it, it's supposed to feel good, so you're like, yeah. Oh yeah, this no. Is That's funny. It's like the, the that is massage. that is the thing is like you 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 put your trust into a person who does this daily, like changing oil or whatever, like 
this is their job. You're just a body. There's tension. Get it out. But to anyone else, like, if this is my friends or my girlfriend, I'd be like, get the fuck off me. Don't touch my feet like that. Like, no, you're, you're, get out of the house. You know, you know, I get really intense about it. But like, but I trust this guy because he knows what he's doing. I imagine like, okay, well, that's the thing. You trust it. You know, I don't know. This guy could have been like the worst one out of them, you know? Oh, it's a kind of a sleazy thing. I like, I was hoping to like get some opium or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. if, you have, if you have OB, please call 206. <laughs> <laughs> they like lined the the foot tubs with like plastic bags. Yeah, that was and, the weird one. I didn't like that texture, um, but I got over it real yeah. quick. Cause... No, so I'm with you. I've never had a massage. Had a massage. And you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, I was saying this to someone, and they're like, I don't think you're living life to the fullest. <laughs> Whoa. Like, yeah, it was oh. Nicole. Oh, was it? Yeah. I mean, if you have never had, no, like on your deathbed, you're not going to be like, I never had a massage. So honestly, I don't like touching strangers. I don't yeah. like, I don't even like hugging. Yeah. I don't uh, think we've ever made bo- like, skin bodily, skin we're say, <laughs> bodily, bodily contact. Bodily contact. <laughs> I was going to say bodily fluids, I swear. <laughs> I don't think we've made bodily fluids together. <laughs> you know what, listeners? Me and Joseph have never made bodily fluids together. <laughs> they were wondering about that. I would, I would love for like, that would be, to become like a, pick, go, a pickup line <laughs> in the future. <laughs> I haven't done that. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Hello, would you like to make bodily fluids with me? Oh. I don't. I, I don't fuck by the navel. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think that's it. Well, that's fucking it. Yeah. All right. Let's. We gotta wrap this up. Let's wrap you. this up. All right. Uh, any last words? Uh, <coughs> uh, <laughs> Why are you making a machine gun oh, sound? <laughs> You're like my. Um, my last words are. Come to this event because it's going to be really. Is there like a awesome. web, any sort of website? Okay, so yeah, I mean, go to the local sightings website. Uh, what should we Google? There's also a Facebook event, so. Yeah, um, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> they let us I, have one. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook said it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a Facebook event. Um, there's also yeah, if you go to the local sightings website, all of the information is there. Um, also come to local sightings because it's going to be really cool, but. Yeah. If you're going to go to anything at local sightings, come to this because it's going to be awesome. And, yeah. Oh, and if you want the article that I was talking about earlier about the first <laughs> recorded uh, fuck. No one cares. Don't, everyone cares about that. <laughs> Don't try and Google it because you can never figure out what to Google to get that article. Because I actually couldn't find the article and I was trying to Google things and oh. it took me forever. Because first fuck. Like, you got, for, like you're like, big. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, Bing. no, like no. Once you put you fuck Bing. into you the go search, go to Bing and you type fuck, and you'll, it'll you come right up. Anyways, <laughs> uh, any other last yeah. words? Yeah. Uh, Too late, Aiden. Any last words? Uh, everybody should check out this local sightings comic scene because it's going to be pretty great. When's smiling going to play? I think she fucking <laughs> said that, Aiden. All right, no. uh, so that's been another uh, week of accents on purpose. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, we'll see you next week. What? Do we- what? No. We I thought we had a website. Oh, we have a website. I'm not finished with it. Uh, you can go to it. It's in. It's almost done. It's called so many accidents. Dot com. Is it? Yeah. Dot edu. So many. What? No, but access on purpose is so long. I fucking hate so it. So many accidents. I only I only agreed to the name because I was drunk. Um, you love the name. We're never changing the name. We're not, we're not changing the name. Yeah. But anyways, uh, another week of access on purpose. Uh, just remember, we'll keep uh, one finger on the pause button, one foot in the grave. Fuck you for listening. down in a A blue bandana around his head. I think I just saw Jesus in a transam. Jesus drives a transam. A lightning yellow transam. Jesus drives a Got out of jail in California Now he's preaching around the country In a trans Jesus drives a trans A lightning yellow trans Jesus drives a trans On the highway to heaven I asked him if my grandpa was in heaven And he said he drove him there himself 
Facebook said it's okay. Yeah.